Well, overall, home heating and cooling account for nearly half of home energy use. And it's responsible for nearly 100 million tons of carbon dioxide emissions every year. But when it comes to cooling, the refrigerant that we've relied on for decades is known as Freon, or more accurately, R22. But as of this past January, the EPA has banned further production of Freon and is now requiring manufacturers to switch to a newer and more Earth-friendly alternative. That's right. With us to talk about how this could impact those with existing cooling systems, as well as those who are buying new systems, is Andy Armstrong, the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Fujitsu. Welcome, Andy. Thank you very much. Great to be with you. Hey, so I first have to tell you, as we sit here in the studio doing this interview right now, I'm glancing up at my Fujitsu split ductless. We've had this in the studio for years because it keeps us cool, and it's, of course, very quiet, which is important for a broadcasting studio. But, you know, what do folks like me and the millions that are like me who have existing systems, how are they going to be able to work with these new requirements? If the system fails, are we going to have to replace it? a great question, and it's absolutely not required that you replace it. It's just time to think about it. These systems have been in place for quite a while. All manufacturers who supply products to the U.S. have been building non-R22 products for at least 10 years. Uh, we knew this was coming. The EPA has phased this out uh, gradually over time. So if you happen to have a system that has R22 in it, it's probably been in your home 10 or 12 years and is, is getting close to the end of its useful life anyway. So there's a couple options for you at this time, though. There still is our 22 refrigerant available, and it will be for a while. Okay. It's just time to think about whether or not to change out that system because, A, it's older, and, B, that R22 is going to become less readily available. And when that happens, the old law of supply and demand comes into play and the price goes up. Now, you can't then use the newer coolant in that old system. They're not interchangeable. It's like you can't mix diesel with regular fuel sort of thing. It's exactly that. They use a different type of oil, and it will uh, cause tremendous problems inside your system if you try to use one uh, to replace the other. So it's uh, uh, possible to to fill it up with the refrigerant and make it work and uh, uh, get it up and running. But the challenge is, is the reason it probably needs refrigerant is there's probably a leak in the system somewhere. Those systems are sealed, and the refrigerant supposed to stay in there for the life of the system. So if you do need refrigerant, there's probably indications that there's a bigger problem with the system and, and equally important, a huge chance to upgrade the efficiency of your system and save some money. Now, the reason that this is happening is because the EPA is moving us towards more earth-friendly alternatives for refrigerants. Those that uh, are more ozone-friendly won't impact the atmosphere. So what are the new refrigerants that are going to be going into systems in the future, Andy? Yeah, the ones uh, we've been using for the past 10 years are, uh, it's called R410A, and it is uh, uh, not uh, threatening to the ozone in the slightest. And that one uh, has been a very effective refrigerant for us and is, is keeping millions of your listeners comfortable right now. The industry's made that switch and is pretty comfortable with it. It's going well, but for your listeners, over the next three to five years, we as manufacturers are going to be choosing a new refrigerant that has lower global warming potential. So we're not only fighting the, the situation with the ozone, but we're also fighting the global warming potential of these gases. And R410A and R22 both are not terribly friendly to the environment in that way. So over time, there's going to be another refrigerant. But for right now, R410 is a wonderful option for heating and cooling and over time, your uh, contractors will be able to make you aware of new choices down the road. 
I mean, Andy, I mean, these are all smart moves that you can make for your home and for the earth itself. But let's talk about the efficiencies. Are we just going to see things that are, you know, much more financially efficient for us as the homeowner and we'll see savings in the long run? Or are we going to notice a lot of other changes throughout? Great question. The The reality is that the system is still has R22 in it. The chances are very good that it's a 10 or 12 seer system. And that's when it was what it was when it was new. Uh, now the uh, um, products are significantly more efficient, and you can increase your efficiency by a factor of three. So tremendously reducing what it costs, not only to to cool your home, but also with the new high-efficiency, high-quality heat pumps, you can uh, cover a lot of that heating as well, which uh, can take a lot of the carbon out of the air from the natural gas or oil that you're using to heat your home. So a lot of really good options, more friendly for the environment because you're not only using less power, but you have a more friendly refrigerant inside the system. That's a great point. And you mentioned just briefly before, I want to point this out though, you mentioned the SEER, the seasonal energy efficiency ratio. That's the that's a way that consumers can compare and contrast systems. If they used to see eight to ten, what are they going to be looking for with these new systems that are more efficient? Well the Fujitsu systems peak out at thirty three S E E R. Uh, so getting significantly better, and you're you're really talking about pennies uh, compared to what uh, you might be paying now. So it can can really reduce your bills by a significant amount. We're talking to Andy Armstrong, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Fujitsu, about the phase-out of the refrigerants and air conditioning systems across the country. Freon is leaving, and more efficient, more earth-friendly products are coming to market and are being incorporated into new systems. Andy has created a great post just for us called A Homeowner's Guide to the EPA's 2020 Freon Phase-Out. It's live on the homepage of moneypit.com right now, and it will walk you through everything you need to know as well as provide helpful links to more information. So, Andy, what's next for Fujitsu? The reality is, is we as a country are starting to strategically electrify the grid. And that basically means we're trying to take carbon out all across the country. And if you you pay attention closely to the news, you're hearing cities ban natural gas and new construction. They're finding better ways to incentivize all-electric homes. And uh, Fujitsu is paying very close attention to that. And uh, and with our high-quality, efficient heat pumps, we're able to heat and cool in most of the USA today. Uh, it's only the most most cold corners of the country where uh, we, we are not able to completely cover heating and cooling. As you look at what Fujitsu can bring into the home, you're not only talking efficiency, you're talking comfort. Uh, we do a, a tremendous job just putting the comfort in the room you need them when you need it, as opposed to trying to heat and cool the whole home at, at one time. So that is just another way to make your home more efficient and more comfortable. Andy Armstrong, the Vice President of Sales and Marketing. Thank you so much, Andy, for stopping by the Money Pit. And again, Andy's post, A Homeowner's Guide to the EPA's 2020 Freon Phase-Out, is on the homepage of moneypit.com right now. Thanks again, Andy. Thank you.